Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, I think it's appropriate that as the temperature just dropped like 20 degrees at the Minnesota State Fair on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> Bradley Trainer is trembling beneath a uh, blanket, which we brought last minute. I think it's appropriate timing to ask the question, what are you going to miss about summer? 651-641-1071. That's our question on the Colleen and Bradley show. I will say we got, thank you to our wonderful promotions director here at my talk. We got a text as we were getting ready to leave that said, you might want to bring a sweater or a blanket. It is chilly here. She was on to something. Yeah. Glad I brought my blankie. Yeah. Bradley's really bundled up. It's kind yeah, of adorable. It's chilly. It is chilly. 651-641-1071. Uh, what are you going to miss most about the summer? Because Why are we asking? Well, because as you know, Labor Day is the official close to the summer season. And, uh, of course, somebody did some dumb uh, survey asking people what they're going to miss the most about summer. Okay. And I can tell you what the top five things are. I mean... If yeah. you'd like to know. Yeah, of course. Uh, while we are waiting for calls to 651-641-1071. Things that people will miss about the summer. Number five is eating ice cream. I'm sure. So, I, I just would like to offer the world that you can eat ice cream year-round. It really is, is a year-round confection or uh, dessert. That's true. Uh, number four is barbecues. True. Number three is, quote, summery fruit. Oh, I will miss produce. I mean, you'll still get it. It just it's won't just be as good. Be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two is wearing fewer layers of clothes. Yep. And number one is the warm weather, which is, just seems so obvious. Yeah, it's so like, obvious. That's obviously. mine. I, everybody's, you know, like, oh, it's up. so hot. It's so hot. I'm like, yes, because it's summer. That's what we signed up for, kids. So I actually don't miss the warm weather mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I am I'm a, I like fall and spring those are my seasons. However, I will say that like the wearing fewer layers of clothes the thing I miss the most about summer when I'm in the depths of winter is the ability to walk out your front door without having to bundle up like yeah. without having to put on six layers and boots and think about what the feeling is of freezing your tush off while you go to the car that I I never miss that i I always miss that i should say this is the first today was like the first day in a i I think there's maybe been one other day this summer that i wore a hoodie to take the dog on a walk and it was like oh gosh i guess i'll have to pull out the hoodie and go on a walk well we've got Um, a couple of folks on the line oh great who do we have on the line holly let's start with diane hi diane what are you gonna miss about summer hi diane oh hi guys I am going to miss the daylight. Oh, yes. Um, I'm not a good night driver, and my anxiety <laughs> has already kicked in. Yeah. I don't oh. like it. And I, I know it's that. coming. And then, yeah. oh. And Slowly but surely. And dark at 830 now is just freaking me out. I'm going to really miss I the, hear the daylight. I hear you. I 
I too do miss the daylight. I think honestly, it's the sunlight, the daylight more than anything mm-hmm. yeah. that drives me up a wall. <laughs> and come winter. Thank oh. you, Diane. No, it's interesting because last night, I think it was last night, or the other night, my my son was at his baseball uh, practice and they had to turn the lights on and it was like 7.45. Yeah. You know, so it was just kind of dusk and he came, you know, running back to the car when he was done and he said, I can't believe it's getting, it's getting darker earlier right now. I said, yeah, that's how it goes. It gets lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter, and then we Here hit the we peak, go. and then now we're on the downswing. So, yes, it's going to get a little darker wah, earlier. Wah. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Jody's on the line. Hi, Jody. Jody, what are you going to miss about the summer? Well, I did say the longer days of sunlight, yeah. but how can, how can you not miss summer? I mean, it's... Oh, put your jacket on, put mm-hmm. your boots on. Mm-hmm. Summer is just easiest. Yeah, it's just that's true. So easy. I don't know why anybody would complain about <laughs> I that. Love, I love you. Thanks, Thank Jody. You so much, Jody. <laughs> I, I will say I agree because, like, I can just go to the farmer's market because there's stuff in season. I can just walk out the house without putting five additional layers of clothing on. I can just literally not think and walk. <laughs> No, I hear that. Please and thank you. But at the same time, that's the world we live in. It is. It is. It is. I can hear all of those, you know, uh, other seasonal uh, happy people getting really excited for fall and winter. And while I will say that there are days on occasion in the fall where I'm like, oh, it just it smells crispy and, you know, fiery Mm -hmm. and a little smoky or something. You know, sure. Okay. I get it. But. We're not going to a good place. Okay, so I know that summer is your favorite season. Like, yeah. I don't even have to ask that. But I I always feel like fall and spring don't get their due. And nobody likes winter. Okay, well, maybe a couple people do, but we should probably, well, I don't know. Probably we need people, to put them somewhere special. I think there are people, you know, who love to be outdoors in the winter, who really, that's their jam. And I I appreciate that. I just that's It takes not, all kinds. That's not me. It's not me. But I, I do truly, truly, truly spring and fall are my very, very favorite seasons. So when we got the text this morning that said, grab a sweater, I was like, oh, yay. Because sweaters are my favorite. Yeah. I, this weather, I could do this all day long. Yeah. Far better than I could do one of those stifling hot days when you can barely breathe. I will say, though, there are things I would miss about summer. Or I will miss about summer. The biggest one being... Can you guess? Starts with a B, ends with an ace ball. Oh, baseball. Yeah, yeah. you get to be outside doing baseball. I love watching my kids play baseball and, and, and softball, and it makes me sad when yeah. that season is done. Although I'm also ready for you know a little rest. Um, the survey also asked people what summer foods and scents people will miss. And I just wanted to tell you, watermelon was number one. Barbecue was next. Uh coconut made the list as well oh good so i just wanted to have i wanted coconut coconut to have its moment when we return on the colleen and bradley show bradley's going to get us all up to date with what's going on with brangelina Brangelina. because there is an update yes there is in their divorce Mm. and bradley's going to give it to us after this on my talk 1071 well it is that time on the colleen and bradley show where we have invited a band uh and a parade. It's the Colleen and Bradley live parade. <laughs> the Minnesota State Fair on my talk so 1071. Tune out for a few minutes and uh, let, you, let listen you listen to the to, background noise. To the jams. Isn't that fun? Hey, uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yes, Hello. we do it every single day. We compete 
you with know, an actual parade. My goal in life is to someday do a show from the State Fair without a parade during right? our third hour. Um, I do just want to say this, though, and I shouldn't say this, but, but it's just true because we can't change it. If you are out at the Minnesota State Fair and you're looking for a great place to watch the parade, actually, the MyTalk booth is yeah. a really good seat. Come watch. You can see a little show and then uh, turn to your right and see a parade. It's that easy. Uh, but that's not why we called you. Uh, we called you because we wanted to talk about Brangelina. Bradley, what is the latest so, on the ev- the everlasting divorce? Yeah, this the everlasting divorce gobstopper, um, the divorce that just keeps on giving. There was a, a development because Brad Pitt is currently challenging the latest custody ruling. Because you remember that Angelina Jolie got a win in court that gave her custody of the kids. Right. And this has been ongoing for years. I mean, I don't know how many years. Like, uh, a lot of years. Well, it's got to be like four or five by now. But I kind of wanted to understand exactly what was going on with this particular case because I see headlines and I kind of am aware that there's some stuff going on, but I kind of don't really understand why and where and how come. So apparently it all turns out that the way... Angelina Jolie got custody recently was kind of on a technicality. And the technicality had to do with the judge who was presiding over the case looking at their custody issue. Mm-hmm. And that is because the judge in that case, his last name is Odenkirk, I think. And Oh, interesting. What? <laughs> Sorry, that is the name of Bob Odenkirk who plays the lawyer Saul in Better Call Saul. Oh. Um, so I thought maybe there was a tie, but small, it's, there isn't. Small also world, and means it's actually old church and Dutch. Oh, look at that! Thank oh. you, Holly. Except uh, I'm wrong. It's Odor Kirk. Okay, well, so which means that was a fun little side stinky church and Dutch. <laughs> um, Odor Kirk. No, anyway, but close, close. We got it there. means fart but in church. The moral of the story is this particular judge. Uh, we'll call him John. John was booted, and as a result. The ruling sort of vacated his, and I'll get to how this all happened, uh-huh. but his ruling was basically set aside, and that gave custody of Angelina, or to Angelina Jolie of the children. And so then you would ask yourself, well, why did this judge get booted? Well, the reason he got booted is because apparently there was a conflict of interest. And you're like, oh, okay, well, conflict of interest, how? Well, apparently he had done some work for Brad Pitt or a part of Oh, interesting. Uh, Brad like work with people that Brad Pitt had done work with. So there was a uh, a conflict of interest that was raised by Angelina Jolie's lawyers. And so you'd be like, well, that okay, that makes sense, right? Like that's a legitimate sure. thing. You you don't want an attorney or a, a judge who making decisions who has yeah, a conflict of interest. Except yeah. then you find out actually this conflict was known to Angelina Jolie because Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were married by this guy um, back in the day. So they have a relationship that goes uh, all the way back. So wait a minute. Okay, wait. Sorry, I I, I want to make sure I'm following that the the same guy who had done work for Brad people who worked with Brad Pitt was also the judge that married them. Yes. And he's the one that was disqualified or that had to step aside because of a conflict of interest. Yep. It says that he even married Pitt and Angelina Jolie in 2014. I feel like that's the reason he should step aside. Well, yes, (laughs) except if you're both 
know the guy, right. then there's no conflict oh, of I interest suppose. because there's no conflict right. because you're both you both know the guy. Right, right, right. And you both have decided that it's okay. So ultimately the the moral of the story is my takeaway from reading this part of of that particular story is they found a technicality because they didn't like the ruling that he right. made. And he had initially said, I'm not going to remove myself from this case because you knew about this and you had a time. There was a window of time where Angelina Jolie and her, her attorneys could come forward and say there's a conflict. Right. They didn't do that in the time allowed. They did so after the fact. And because they waited, he said, uh, like, you knew about this. This is not new. So, however because of the way the legal system works, right. they were allowed to file an appeal. And so another court said, oh wait, that actually is a conflict of interest. And so we're gonna vacate this judge or remove the judge or whatever the legal language is, right? We're gonna take this judge off the case, that's gonna vacate the decision. And then Angelina Jolie ends up with, you know, ex, uh, fact, ex facto, what's the Latin? I think that's, isn't that de, de, not de, de facto? De, de facto. Yeah, de facto. Ipso facto. Ipso facto. <laughs> they ended up, she ended up getting custody. Mm -hmm. Well, here is where we find ourselves today. So all of that stuff happened. Mm -hmm. And we find ourselves today with Brad Pitt's attorneys filing a legal uh, document or what have you in California Supreme Court. So things are now working their way up. And Brad Pitt is saying this lower court ruling is dumb and here are the reasons it's dumb you oh don't gosh. make custody decisions based on a technicality and so Brad Pitt is suffering the result of this technicality by having his you know by not having custody of his kids yeah and they shouldn't have been able to do that so now the case eventually will go before the California Supreme Court and I'm assuming it stops there because I don't think the like U.S. Supreme Court would have anything to say about a particular custody case uh, because I don't imagine there would be any sort of like federal jurisdiction there. So it'll probably end with whatever the California Supreme Court decision is, which ultimately we don't know what it's going to be. But that's where we find ourselves today. And that's why there are news stories about him, you know, filing legal documents in this case. Gosh, that's all really, really interesting. What and what I what I get from that, I mean, among other things, but one of the things I get from that is like Angelina Jolie, and we've known this all along, is 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 ready to do whatever it takes to make sure that he has absolutely nothing to do with those kids, right? To even uh, take it, I, I'll just say take advantage of a situation uh, in order to get the ruling that worked best for her or better for her. Yeah, um, we've known this all along. But what is so interesting is this is kind of the, well, it's at least it sounds like there's movement forward now. Well, and ultimately, you know, who knows what the California Supreme Court will decide. It also isn't a, a final decision on what happens with custody because the, the way that she got custody was not because somebody sat down and said, okay, I'm going to look at the facts here and I'm going to make a decision that, you know, you deserve custody and Brad Pitt doesn't. So that could still happen by a lower court. In, at least in so far as I read it, which means that this is just like a delaying tactic, which means, again, here we are with people who can't come up with some sort of solution to what is inevitably going to be an eternal problem. You both have these children together. Mm -hmm. At some point, they're going to age out. And um, I don't have their ages in front of me, but they're, they range in age, obviously, one of which is already an adult. I think he's like 18 or 19. Yeah. 
And then the youngest, I think, is like 17, 16, 15, and 13-year-old twins. Yeah. So, I mean, so we've got, you know, three of them at least within the next three years are going to be of age. And then that just leaves, you know, twins who themselves within five years. So if this decision isn't, you know, like you guys have a, like there is a time limit here. There's an expiration date. And I don't know what you're still doing because I don't know what any of this does other than provide a whole lot of distraction, resentment. And it's just making things worse. If anything, not that I am privy to what's going on behind the scenes with, you know, these oh, people trust in their us, relationship. But, but we've been wanting to know for quite some mm-hmm. time. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things we want to tell you about. We do this every day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's a little bit of crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah, yes. We're going to tell you all about them when we come back on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, live at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Like Phoenix. Or as I like to call it, Pahenix. It's actually just Phoenix. Um, and I would like to tell you about a guy who did something. Mm. What did Somewhere. he do? A guy set fire to Circle K. What? Not just one Circle K, not two Circle Ks, three Circles three, K. Uh, three Circles of K. Yes, three Circles K he set fire to, and it's why he set fire to them that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Why did he set fire to them? You gotta guess. Um... It's, it's, me just telling him. He set fire to them because he believed that there were demons inside. No, he did not believe that there were demons. This was not a religious motivation. Okay. It was actually a very mm, it was a very basic motivation, I guess. Um, he, oh, I know. I know. He had uh, stolen from them, and he was trying to cover up the evidence. No, but that's a good idea. I mean, I like I that. Mean, Somebody could do that. I could right? see that. 61-year-old Dennis Ray Barrett on August 28th, just a few days ago, was arrested after allegedly setting fire to trash cans inside three separate Circle K stores. Now, have you ever heard of the word diversion? Ooh, yes, I have. Yes. So he wanted to start a diversion. Uh-huh. Do you know why? Because he was going to steal something? Yes. Mm. Do you know what he was going to steal? Monies? Beer. Dude. Yeah. No. So in order to uh, run away with some beard, Mr. Barrett set fire... Beard. Did I say beard? You did. <laughs> run away with some beer. This is not... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> the, 
Mr. Barrett reportedly set fire to a trash can inside of the Circle K. Police surveillance footage then recorded him setting that fire and running out of the store with stolen beer. He was able to do so because the cashier was like, fire, 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 we're on oh fire. Oh, my gosh. And um, it worked. It's okay. We're not on fire. Don't worry, everybody. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're not on fire. <laughs> that would be kind of awkward. Right. Um, no fire here. Anyway, so he... Oh, man. He did this like three times. Unfortunately, well, actually, he he stole, stole beer a fourth time, but didn't use the fire that time as a distraction. Okay, can I ask a question? Yeah. How much damage did he do to these three Circle Ks? A lot. So he could have just been on the hook for the stolen beer. Yeah. But now he's going to be on hook for three Circle Ks and the beer. Yeah. It's, I mean, you could just steal some beer I mean, and deal with the consequences yeah, versus burning the place that's down. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Or like create a diversion a different way. Yeah. You know, we, we know how to do that because that's, that's how we set off a stink bomb at the radio station. Yep. We set a diversion. I actually did set off a stink bomb in a convenience store once with my friend Paul. You did? in Galveston while we were staying at a beach house. We thought it would be hilarious. I can't believe I never have heard this. Yeah. So I've you never shared knew it. what was going to happen when we set the fart bag off in... No, this, that, this was a stink bomb. Okay. This was not a fart bag. Okay. That is an entirely different device. <laughs> or so we thought. <laughs> we didn't know any better. So what happened when you did that? We just left. That's it. So you never really laughed. got to enjoy the rest of the story. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I'm sure people are just like, that stinks in here. Why yeah. does it stink? And then they left. And those were the ones, remember, they, um, you step on them, they're glass. Yeah. Oh, I remember and those. You go, crunch, crunch. I didn't ever set those off, but people used to set them off in my junior high school all the oh, time. Oh, sure. Yeah. And we were in junior high when that oh, happened. Oh, well, so. that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, okay. For our next story, uh, we're going to Virginia. Hello, Virginia. Would you like to do that? Yeah. We're going to meet 40-year-old Kyle Mabe, or maybe his last name is Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Kyle, he went to a convenience store uh, in Virginia at about 3.30 in the a.m., which is a weird time to be show. I don't know why. I don't know why it was so early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but he uh, grabbed a bunch of stuff he wanted to purchase from this convenience store in Virginia and uh, went up to the register and... They totaled up his order, and he handed them a credit card, and the credit card was declined. declined. Yes, it happens. Um, and he got mad. Like, he was very angry. Now, the person to be angry with, I think, was himself. Mm -hmm. But instead, he got angry with the store. Okay. And so guess what he did? What did he do? Well, remember that last story you just told us? Yeah. He did something similar. He started something on he fire. He started the whole entire convenience store on fire. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he went what? he went out of the store, he got gasoline from the pump. He dumped a bunch of gasoline on the floor and then set the whole place oh my God. on terrifying. fire. And then he got in his car and he drove off while the manager was trying to put the fire out. Uh, but the cops were able to track him down nearby. He was hiding under a tractor trailer near a Lowe's and he had a hammer. Why did he have a hammer? Probably because he was scared that he was going to get caught and he wanted oh, to defend himself. Okay. Uh, so anyway, there was a standoff because he had a hammer. Yeah, because he had a hammer. And and he was singing, actually, at the same time. 
if I had a hammer. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. Did he it, really? They eventually tased him and got him into custody. Oh, no. And now Don't he's. Tase me, bro. Right? And now he's facing felony charges for arson, burglary, and destruction of property. As is necessary right. in cases like these. All because his credit card was declined. That's just, that's really, you know, that's a lot for dealing with your frustration. Right? I know. I mean, I understand being frustrated. I've had that happen. It is important to know you do have to pay those things. The credit card. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, where was that again? Virginia. I would like to go to New York. Oh, I'd love to go to New, New York. York State. In particular, I want to tell you uh, about College Town, which is a town. I don't oh, know if there's, I a, wonder college if there's a college there. there. And um, College Town is the home of our next story, and it involves three men and a victim. Is that that was like a sitcom was Steve or a movie. No, it was a movie? Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, no, three men and a victim. Now the three men stole some stuff okay. from a victim at a party. So they were at a party, and then they decided to beat mm -hmm. somebody up and steal their stuff. That's, was it beer? That's dumb. No, there was no beer. Okay, that's dumb, right? Like you don't uh, you don't want to beat people up. No, as and that's a not a, that's not a fun party. And then you certainly don't want to steal, right? Either they stole the person's wallet and something else, and it's the something else that earns them crazy, stupid, idiot status. Because in the melee of beating someone up and then stealing their wallet. I wouldn't think to steal this other thing, but these three did. Condoms. No. Condoms. I don't know. I'm thinking they're at a party. You want to be prepared um, for anything. It does start with a C. C. Uh, ch ch chocolate. Chocolate. No, but could be close. Um, cat. Nope. Mm. Not cats. <laughs> no. Chocolate. Chocolate chips, cookies, chocolate chip yes, cookies. They stole a plate of cookies in addition to stealing, beating the guy up, stole his wallet, and then took a plate of cookies. <laughs> okay. How rude is that? I mean, that is rude, but also, yep. I also, if somebody's got cookies, I'm taking them. Yeah. Cookies. Cookies. Um, but you're not doing that after you beat someone no, that's up and true. steal their wallet. No, that's true. The male victim reported that an unknown male had stolen his wallet and a plate of, a plate of cookies off the table in his house. When the victim attempted to retrieve his property back from the unknown guest, two other unknown males began punching him in the head. Oh, my gosh. The three of them then fled with cookies in their mouth. <laughs> and the victim was subsequently transported for non-life-threatening injuries by a Bangs ambulance. What's a bangs? I don't know. It's B-A-N-G-S. It's an ambulance with bangs. B-A-N-G-S. B-A-N-G-S. Um, I could go for cookies right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Cookies. Um, um, that was fun. Yeah. Thank you for that. Is everybody okay? Yeah. No, everybody's fine. Okay. I mean, like, they were transported by ambulance, but he they... He was. Yeah, the victim was transported by ambulance with non-life-threatening injuries. Okay, so we're okay. Yep. All is well. Uh, thank you, Bradley. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's that time of day. We do it every day at 2.45. We play a little game. And what's that game called? Throwback. Live after this on My Talk 1071.